This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. Boxing with Chris Mannix is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, PGA Tour, and so much more. It's got great promotions. It's easy to use. It's safe. It's secure. You get your winning fast. It's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay and you can discover the most popular SGPs each day right when you log in. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started right now. Sign up with the promo code BOXING so they know that I sent you. This is Boxing with Chris Manning. Oh, somebody punch him in the face. Anthony Joshua is a composed and ferocious finisher. Watch this. Andy Ruiz is the heavyweight champion. Hosted by SI's Chris Mannix. That was my moment. Now with interviews, analysis, and everything going on in the world of boxing. When you have talent, you are given another chance. Here's Chris Mannix. All right, Chris Mannix here with Sergio Mora, former junior middleweight champion. We were both ringside for Canelo Alvarez, Dimitri Bivol, and Sergio. This was the biggest upset of the year. One of the biggest upsets we've seen in a while. Dimitri Bivol outboxes Canelo Alvarez to take a unanimous decision. Give me your just big picture takeaways from what you saw tonight. Uh, the judges got it right. Uh, I got it right. Uh, a lot of people that know what they're watching and what to expect from such a polished fighter and a strong, disciplined mind like Bevel, he did it, but we doubted whether he can do it for 12 rounds. We doubted that how, how is he going to react when he gets punched. Uh, was he going to be able to hurt Canelo? All those all those questions got answered because, one, we really didn't see Canelo land anything of significance, so we don't know if Bebo could take a shot. And like the great Pernell Whitaker used to say, I don't know if I can take a shot, and I don't want to find out. We didn't find out. Bebo controlled everything, did everything right, and Canelo was frustrated from round three, four. He just couldn't get anything going. You know, my biggest concern about Bevo coming in is a concern I've had with a lot of Canelo opponents, that they go from C-level to A-level, that they don't have that 
almost Canelo fighter, you know, where it's Caleb Plant never fought anyone on Canelo's level. Billy Joe Saunders had only fought David Lemieux. Dimitri Bivol does have a quality win over Joe Smith, but he has not fought anyone on Canelo's level. So I was concerned about that going into the fight. But then, like, the first round happens, and the second round happens, and Bivol does not look rattled. He came in with an excellent game plan. He and Joel Diaz said, we're going to use the jab, we're going to control the distance, and we're going to use our right hand smartly in this fight. I thought, you know, putting aside what he did, how physically strong he was in the ring, his game plan was flawless. And I'm glad you brought up uh, Diaz because uh, Coach Antonio Diaz and Joel Diaz, both of them deserve a lot of credit for this because they 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 built a game plan around a, a fighter that can follow it all the way to the end, but they had to take chances as well. It wasn't just like it was a a, a strategic you know jab fest. No, he fought Canelo. He 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 threw combinations at him. He backed them up. He had him against the ropes. Uh, it was it was it was all around something spe- special to watch and for Canelo discouraging. I don't know if it was frustration, but he looked fatigued as well. He was getting up from the stool really early, shaking out his legs, uh, blessing himself, uh, and they were frustrated with him in the corner. Uh, I wish they would have let me co- uh, um, translate in in the corner because they were they were scolding him. Yeah, from like the seventh eighth round. They knew. They they, no, they showed con- concern. Seventh, eighth round. Then they started admonishing him. By they the knew he yeah. was down. Canelo said yeah. after the fight, thought I did enough to win. I don't think Eddie Reynoso in those later rounds thought Canelo was winning. No, and they were saying, "Que pasó, cabrón? Despiértate, qué anda pasando? You know, like what's going on? You fool, get. We need these rounds. You need us to get going. What's wrong? Do you feel good? Uh, these are things that you know got missed, but." Um, Canelo just was frustrated. He couldn't get anything going. He thought normally guys would block and he can pierce yeah. the block, especially the more the, the 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 rounds when they get more tired, your your arms start getting more uh, fatigued, and obviously you can't block as strong. Bevo was calm, man. He's just like picking everything up, and then he will bounce around the ring. It was just great, great, great performance. When did at what point during the fight did you think, oh man? Canelo's kind of in some trouble here. Because we've seen guys have some yeah. success against Canelo early on. Yeah. He turns the tide, hits him with a big punch. When did you start to think, like, uh-oh, this guy could be in for a tough night? Yeah, you know, we realized it was going to be a, a difficult fight for him by the third round, but I realized that Canelo was in trouble by, the, like, the eighth. I think I told Todd, I go, no, no. He said he might be losing. I go, no, he's not losing. Uh, uh, Canelo is not might losing. He's losing this fight. I, and uh, I think everyone knew it, including uh, Team Canelo. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, when I when I started to see Canelo in those middle rounds, boxing kind of with his hands down, a frustrated look on his face. Yeah. Remember what was the round it was? Right in the middle rounds, maybe the sixth, I want to say, when Canelo took like eight, nine punches in a row, leaned against the ropes, waved Bivol in. People just stood there. Like he was mm-hmm. disciplined throughout yeah. that. And that comes from something you talk about a lot with boxers, amateur background. Bevel does not have this deep pro resume, but he is a decorated amateur. A lot of gold medals from international right. tournaments on his resume. I think that paid off for him tonight. Uh, international tournaments, world championships. I mean, that that experience goes a long way. I didn't have that much amateur experience, so when I, when I was turning pro, I was learning on the job. I, I wasn't a polished boxer. I didn't use the jab. Bevo, on the other hand, he's the complete opposite. He uses a jab. Everything is established off that. And he and everyone talks about ring generalship. A lot of people don't know what it, what it means. Watch the you fight. You saw it. That was watch ring the generalship. Fight with, watch the fight with Dimitri Bivol and Canelo. That's ring generalship one-on-one at its best. Yeah, he was unbelievable out there. Did you watch that fight and think, all right, 
maybe Canelo's not a light heavyweight because this was his second go-around at light heavyweight, but the first one back in 2019 was a carefully curated pick. I mean, Sergey Kovalev was the biggest name at light heavyweight at that time, but I don't think anyone thought he was the best light heavyweight. He was in his late 30s. He was coming off a really tough fight against Anthony Yard. A year before that, he was knocked out by Aledir Alvarez. He was kind of the perfect light heavyweight opponent to pick. This, to me was honestly like Canelo's light heavyweight debut. Like, this was Canelo against a 31-year-old, undefeated, in his prime, big hitter, great boxer, light heavyweight. And I think we might have seen that maybe we've seen the limit of Canelo Alvarez's weight greatness. Like, that 168 might be the ceiling for a fighter like And there's this. nothing wrong with that. No. There is nothing wrong with that because... No, he came... What do you mean 154? Champion, he started, 154, I'm saying. Well, he started at 150 or 149 or whatever it was, but this is a five foot eight fighter. I mean, he's not going to be able to grow taller to, to, to grow into that mass, so he's just going to get wider. And we see that he's getting muscular, he's getting wider, but... You're going to need more than that. You're going to need reach, and you're going to need height, and, of course, you're going to have to match power for power for these big monsters at 175. That's why when you were talking about him moving up to heavyweight to fight Usyk, I was to like, there. He was was talking like about slap it. yourself, Mannix. What were you about talking it. about? Cruiserweight, I still why thought it was it a bad idea. slap yourself, Mannix? He was talking I about it, I still thought it was, a I, it was a bad idea. But he can do it because he's great. You're not. So Correct. Canelo could actually get away by saying, and people would, you know, listen. Uh, I didn't listen. I thought it was a ridiculous idea because, come on, man, you're you you can't grow into that that frame. And even Bevel, who's not the biggest light heavyweight, he outmuscled and outsized them today. So for him to be in front of better Bev or a Joe Smith, no way. So, all right. Well, along those lines, then. Canelo Alvarez said he was going to exercise his rematch clause against Bevel. They're going to try to make that fight, right. at least right now, for September. Uh, would you advise that? Would you do that if you were him? Or would you go back to 168, start looking at the Jamal Charlos, even the Gennady Golovkins? You could probably still do the Golovkin fight at 168 and make a lot of money off yeah. it. What would you do if you were Canelo? Well, look, I, I, I'm from a Mexican background as mm -hmm. well, and I know we have a lot of pride, and I know that we're not going to swallow it. We, we, it just sticks to us. We can be smart and be like, no, we better just stay away from this for right now. Let's go Let's go beat Golovkin. Let's go pick up this big bait check against a fighter that we know we're probably going to beat. But it's not going to happen. No. The bravado, the cojones, the, the spirit, too much. He's going to go straight into that Bebo rematch. And, and we're recording this like while Canelo is having his post-fight press conference. And he's been saying, I've been looking at some of the tweets. He's been saying, I thought I won. I thought I did enough. No, he didn't win. You know, well, he thought he won. I'm just In saying. Like, so he's not walking away from this thinking I'm overmatched. No, he's walking away from minute. this thinking I'm Wait a minute. Win. He might be uh, changing his story because in the ring with you while you're interviewing him, yep. he didn't say none of that. He says, every fighter loses. It was my time to lose. Yep. He admitted it. He says, I got beat by a better man. And then you got a credit to a, a, a fighter with a great game plan. And he followed it through. He was hard to hit. Canelo was praising uh, uh, Bevo, and he admitted it on the if loss. If they do a rematch, do you think anything would go differently? Yeah, I think uh, I, I think Canelo uh, will start off faster, and I think he would aim at the shoulders, at the biceps, at the forearms. Did you see Bevo's arm after that? Did like, you hear Bevo's comment towards you? By the goes, way, was that not one of the that best like post-fight interviews? He goes, were you, the best post interviews ever. Were you ever hurt in that fight? Yes, in my <laughs> he arm. Does. He goes, I can't hold this belt in anymore. In my arm. Because I can't hold the belt. I think that will be the game plan going yeah. into the second fight. Just like he did. He, beat the, Smith. he yeah. beat the hell out of the arms of Callum Smith. Mm -hmm. No, he did do all that. I, I don't know. I mean, Beeble's a really good fighter. And even though he had not had a win of that caliber going into that fight, 
I, 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 there's no reason to believe he won't be as good the next time around and maybe adjust even more. Like, he came in uncertain of Canelo's speed. He knows his speed now. Mm -hmm. He's ready for it. I mean, he might be even better in the second fight, too. You know, good fighters could have great performances, and uh, we saw one tonight. And with Bevo, I think his temperament, just his personality, the way he thinks, I, he's not going to get overconfident or take this win uh, for granted. And he knows the adjustment that Canelo is going to try to make. So, no, Bevo will be ready the second time around. Can we get the YouTube audience to comment on your jacket? Listen, it was a big hit. Everyone was talking about how bad this was going to look. Everyone loved it. All right. See you next week. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.